Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soccer Crush. It feels like full-on summer, and if you needed a summer reading suggestion, look no further. We have a book club. Our next book club pick for the summer is Learning America. We'll be meeting on July 7th to talk about it, but you still have plenty of time to sign up. The link in our Twitter, pick up the book, and then join us for the discussion. And I just put the book on hold from the library, so you can totally get it that way. You don't even have to buy it. I wasn't sure if the library had it yet or not, but that's exciting. It's in my pile to pack for vacation. I saw that. It's very Soccer nice. Crush Book Club, and then my other book club, and then like five other books. I don't think I don't, I'm only going to be gone five days, so we'll see how realistic <laughs> this is. But I think you can do it. Thanks. I also have my blind date with a book that you gave me for Christmas. Well, packed. I don't have to see what it is. Me either. God, I hope it's not a flop. I hope not too. Yikes. Um, On the subject of flops, you know what isn't a flop? Our Twitter account. No, Twitter. That's true. If you're not following us, you should follow us on Twitter and Instagram at soccer underscore crush. There's thirst traps, important polls, crush of the week, nonsense, thirst traps, Rose Lovella's dogs <laughs> and liking and subscribing and rating our podcast wherever you get them. We couldn't do it without you and we wouldn't want to. We love you more than we love a tactics break. We really it's do. true. And we love a tactics break. <laughs> it's true. Post rapid fires. I got yeah, one. Do you, have a, do you have one? I don't have one today. So that's fine. Mine's a good one. If you could pick two players from your favorite club, who would you trust to be on your Ghostbusters team? Oh. And if it helps, I know mine. <laughs> it does. Okay. Who are yours? Reese James. Okay. And Mateo Kovacic. I would not be afraid of anything with them. That's some good choices. Thank you. Good choices. Thank you. I'm going to go um, Jordan Henderson and Virgil Van Dyke. Ooh. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. They're good ones. I. I'm going to go Aaron Guillen and uh, I can't break up Seba and Leo. Can I just have them yeah, together as one? They count as one. Okay. It's kind of like we count as one. Okay. <laughs> I just, they're beautiful and they would light up any room. It's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, my rapid fire is because it is Premier League transfer window. What is your favorite Premier League transfer rumor that you have seen so far? I have a Yeah. Very I have one. My favorite one is Christian Pulisic is going to go to Liverpool if Sadio Mane leaves. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> that's funny. That is not my favorite. <laughs> um, my favorite is that we're going to sign Son to Liverpool. <laughs> that we're making a huge offer for him. And you know what? Worth it. Spend every penny of our budget on that man. Let's do it. It could be worse. It also yeah. saw, you could spend your money on Lukaku. Oh, <laughs> see. I saw a fantastic one as I was scrolling Twitter today that um, everybody is is rumoring that Declan Rice transfer fee is one hundred and fifty million dollars, and that Sadio Mane's is like. 25 million or 50 million or something and they're like how do you make that jump from Sadio Mane to Declan Rice price-wise and that's ridiculous it is I'm, I'm very sad that Sadio is leaving I don't think that Mo has signed a new contract yet so I think that's still up in the air 
Um, I so like he leave, I saw though. that. So yeah. I, I don't think he does. I think he's just negotiating. Good for him. That no. Sadio Mane, they like one one offer was turned down. Like Liverpool mm-hmm. turned down one offer already. For yeah, already. it was for a German team, I think. I'm not okay, mistaken. He might still stay. Or you might get Christian Pulisic. I don't know. (laughs) Speaking of. Yeah, that takes us right into my headline. Yeah. Which is, I mean, not to beat a dead horse. I know this has been all over Twitter and whatnot, but Christian Pulisic, just shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Right now, I'm as annoyed with him as I am Alexi Lawless. Yeah, I mean, they're both pretty annoying, but it was just so tone deaf mm-hmm. to come out of a, a a friendly in a fantastic environment and to make a comment that I guess the crowd wasn't white enough for your liking. I don't know. Um, it's so different to say, like, I would have loved to have seen a sold out crowd, but ticket prices are ridiculous and we need to address that. But to verbalize it as, I wish there were more Americans here is icky. Odds are that 99% of that crowd were Americans. Um, they just, a lot of them happened to be supporting Morocco and they were the best people to be hanging out with. They um, were really cheering for both sides and were just super excited to be seeing their national team playing in person. And um we're having a great time. I think I sent you guys a little video of the Moroccan national anthem when they were singing it. It was so cool. And um, it just gave you a little bit of a taste of what it could be like to host a World Cup match here in Cincinnati. It would be pretty awesome, like no matter who was playing. Um, it's just exciting to see people coming from all over the place to see the team that they love and to watch the sport that they love. And it was just, it was really cool. I'm glad we went. We were very much on the fence because the tickets were expensive. We didn't get to go to the last one and we thought it could be fun to check it out. I'm glad we did. So no matter what Christian says. Well, his opinion doesn't matter. So I also want to say to anyone that was defending him on Twitter for insinuating that he said something that he didn't, he's a grown man. He can use the words that he wanted to say. If he wanted to say, Hey, us soccer, you suck because ticket prices are, you know, unaffordable and it's Wednesday night at five 30 or mm-hmm. five o'clock. He could have, yeah. he could have said that, but he chose not mm-hmm. to. So hold him responsible for what he did say. What, not what you think he said. Yeah. He can clarify it if he wants to, yeah. and he he's not, not going so. to. So yeah. Boo. Uh, my favorite headline is about someone we actually love. Messi scored five goals in Argentina, v Estonia. And yeah. he's just like, what a man is playing in the background for me. What a man, what a man, what a man. You're welcome. Mighty good man. <laughs> uh, my host headline is very important to the yes. world of soccer. And that is Gerard Piquet is canceled for cheating on Shakira. How so, do you do that? I don't know. I heard the rumor that it was with the mom of one of their youngest players. I did hear that Don't rumor. know how true that is, but I'm what? going with it. Well, the player's like 18, so... Oh, but, yeah, I mean, but what? That's a great rumor. I, I shouldn't add fuel to the fire, but I don't think Shakira's listening to us. If you are <laughs> Shakira, if you're listening, we're so sorry. We you deserve you better. And- <laughs> you, you can do better. Yeah, we're single. We would never cheat on you. <laughs> love your hair. I do. I love everything about her. So uh, 
yeah, after she like went hard for him and said that he was the best center back ever. She which... <laughs> she lied to the world for this man. <laughs> and that is <gasps> uh, red. Yeah, I agree. Red, red is best. <laughs> for Shakira's yeah. honor, so am yeah. I. You mad about Shakira? Yeah. Yeah. She is. Beth, what was your favorite mas- match? Um, I, you know, it was it was going to see to TQL to see U.S. Men's National Team versus Morocco. It's a fun game. I my only thing was is that after we scored our third goal, Jess and I were both like, it'd be really cool if Morocco could score. <laughs> like, I think that this place might explode. Like, it might bust my eardrums, but it would be worth it. And I, they didn't, but that would have been very cool um, if they had because that crowd would have really enjoyed themselves but they had they everybody seemed to have fun anyway so um but it was good i enjoyed it what about you guys what was your favorite match since we last recorded gina what was yours um i was i will say that it rowdies beat louisville yesterday after Yay. i know after um a debacle with traveling, which made them postpone the game for a day. So instead of playing Saturday, mm-hmm. they played Sunday, um, which I totally believe because if you're traveling right now, the airlines suck. Mm-hmm. Um, or when do they not? But Leo Fernandez had a fantastic PK. It was very exciting to watch. And honestly, like Louisville had more possession. It was just a very rowdies chaos match and I hope that it was a big win for them that's that's what they need to happen oh I saw Jimmy McLaughlin who at, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't see this earlier he was at the same restaurant as us before the U.S. men's national team match we were at the Mad Tree alcove and he was trying to get a table and they didn't have any tables left and um so he went to go sit and they had like these like couches and chairs where you can kind of go sit and hang out he went to go sit there and I was like Jimmy you should have made a reservation he was like yeah I should have yeah so better team he deserved it um but we can honorably mention that Birmingham Legion beat Phoenix Rising last Saturday and that's exciting Anytime Phoenix loses is good for us. Since we've watched all this soccer, we should probably go have a tactics break. And yes, I have much knowledge to bestow upon you. Can't yeah. wait to hear it. <laughs> Learned so much. Please and we have a guest. We do. Very exciting. All right. We'll be back. Well, hello, crushes. Welcome back. We promised a guest, and we do indeed have one. Uh, Becky Morgan is here. Uh, Becky writes for the Beautiful Game Network, and she is um, the host of Butcher Town, a co-host of Butcher Town Rundown. Co-host of Butcher Town Rundown, yes. Co-host of Butcher Town Rundown. Uh, we're super excited to have her on and um, share, have her share her soccer love story with us. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Becky, for a little bit here, and then we'll have some rapid fires for you. All right. Well, I fell in love with soccer back. I mean, I think this is going to be a common story for a lot of people my age, but with the Women's World Cup games in 1999, because that was just so earth shattering and so world altering. And I remember watching the game, particularly the final Rose Bowl game and just seeing the crowd and the president was there. And it was just, I, I never knew women's sports could be that way. 
And I'd never really watched soccer before. And it's like, oh, it's it's fast moving. It's it's fun. I had always watched baseball and all as a kid. That's where I grew up in Philadelphia watching the Phillies. So, you know, players like Mia Hamm and Michelle Akers just immediately became heroes. And what really made that even a bigger deal to me is the fact that once the game was done, they remained celebrities. I have this really clear memory of going into my dentist's office and having like all the magazines had Brandy Chastain on the cover, you know, Sports Illustrated, People magazine. And it was like, whoa, this is this is really a thing. And I've just followed the national team since then. And, you know, I'm, I'm a women's soccer fan. I've, I've never really followed men's soccer. I know almost next to nothing about it. So sorry, I'm not going to be able to answer very many questions about that. But that just from that game on, it's, it's been something that I've loved. And then probably in the last five years or so, it's really become more of an obsession where I follow it like very closely. Um, we, first of all, never apologize for preferring women's soccer. Over men. It's better. Um, I, I, well, I think it so. It's better. It is, it is better. And my first women's soccer experience <clears throat> in person was in Louisville and it no was kidding. racing Louisville yep. in OL rain. Um, and it, I'm one of those women's soccer fans where I just want to see all the women succeed. Like I don't, I don't want to say I don't care who wins because it is exciting and I am competitive, but it's almost like such a great experience where I just want to see everybody. I want both teams to win. I want them all to have a good time. And, and then we have gone back a again. few times. We yeah. love, we've gone to see NWSL and Louisville like three or four times. Nice. And yeah. we have more plans to go this summer too. Yeah. It's not far. We love, we love that stadium. It's yeah. so pretty. Say oh. hi because I go to every single yes, wow. game, obviously. We, so yeah. we will now. Now that we're, <laughs> um, as long as no one gets mad at us in front of their special sign. Yeah, well, for the for the <laughs> men, Louisville <laughs> City fans, City fans, but racing, yes. I love, and I will say, like, there is such a special atmosphere there for the women's games. Um, one of the things that I remember vividly, I think it was like the first match we were at. Um, there was a dad and his daughter like sitting the row in front of us. And she was maybe like six or seven years old, like still really young. And just the conversation that they had about watching women's soccer. And he was so on her level. She'd be like, oh, look at that player. She has a headband just like mine. And I remember being so enamored with that. Like, he was totally there supporting her watching, you know, these, these women play. And here she is growing up watching that she could be able to do this one day. And yeah. I have a, I have a great memory of, um, cause I'm, I'm press. I got to go to see some of the preseason scrimmages that took place on racing's training field. And it's the same fields that the academies are on. And when the women's players came out and started warming up, like all the little kids, boys and girls, like swarmed around the fence. We're like, oh, my goodness, there's Emily Fox. Oh, my goodness. There's Ebony Sam and she's standing right there. And, you know, boys up to like 15 and 16 sitting there and being like, yo, there's Amina. You know, she went to school with my brother or something like that. And so it's really cool seeing the impact that they're having on the city and the sport. And I mean, I do feel like women's soccer does get a little bit of a rap for just being inspiration for kids. But I also think that that's so incredibly important and that's how you build lifelong fans. Mm -hmm. 
And so, you know, that's wonderful to see the kids. I'm also pleased by how many people without kids, just adults go to the games and like groups of guys. Like there's a, my friend is telling me about the groups of dads that she knows they had been coaches of their kids team. Their kids are long grown. So like five dads just all got tickets and they're obsessed with racing and go to every game. So, you know, stuff like that's cool too, but it's, it's a good community. Everybody knows each other. Everybody sees the players everywhere we go and chats with them. So it's a really unique experience in Louisville. No, it's super exciting. It's so much fun. Um, it's, I think it's one of my favorite soccer environments and the team is so fun. I think, you know, whoever is doing the social media and and doing that community building is just killing it. Um, I loved all the, they just did pride, um, pictures on Instagram. I think it was today or yesterday. And it was just, I don't know. They're killing it. I love racing Louisville. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad to hear it. And in next match, we will definitely let you know beforehand and we'll meet up with you in real life. And I promise not to stalk you outside your car. And not. <laughs> I would appreciate it. Except I would, I recognize you now. I had met Thomas, but he grew a beard. And so like, I didn't recognize him immediately. Because... We will not have a beard when we meet. Okay, so <laughs> I can't promise that. <laughs> you never know. Beth might have a beard. I might. I also really want to say that like the name Butchertown Rundown is just dope. Yeah, oh, thank you. Like I just, yeah. I just love that. I'm like, oh yeah, that's sound, that sounds good. We were a little worried it wasn't like racing specific enough and people wouldn't understand it, but it flows well, so it's worked well for us. Good. It's a good one. Are you uh, ready for some rapid fires? As ready as I can be. All right. <laughs> is there a match that you wish you could have watched in person? I mean, the easy answer would be the one I just talked about, which is like the 1999 Rose Bowl match, but. I mean, literally any of the World Cup matches in, you know, the recent World Cups for the women's team, just the environments were so intense and amazing. And even just like watching on TV, they were so thrilling. So I know that's a very broad answer, but it's only very recently, despite the fact I followed them forever, that I've even been able to see the women's team. I've only seen them about three times in person. And so some of those huge matches are just, oh, I would have loved to, to see them. You and me both. Um, if you had the power to change, add, or remove any soccer rule, what would you change or add or remove? So this is the one that I honestly have racked my brain about, and I have absolutely no solid answer for. Every game, I've like, is there something that's particularly bothering me? And I, I can't think of anything. So actually, I'm going to turn it back on you. What would you say was a rule you would change? Walkout dogs that's, that's instead of walkout kids. Yes. yes. I'm making dogs. it a rule. Walkout oh, dogs that's a good instead one. of walkout kids. Kids are fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've seen I've seen kids. Like whatever. They're all the same. But dogs. You can never see enough dogs. I would say <laughs> you never see enough dogs. They might fight people. <laughs> Imagine like the big burly center back with a little kitten, a little stripy kitten. Just, that sounds wonderful. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. <laughs> Mine would be offsides because it's just. It's dumb. It doesn't. The British work. invented it. It's not good. <laughs> and, it, and it's changed a few times and that confuses me too. And I'm horrible at citing. I mean, I thought about saying offsides, but 
I also thought that would be like, I don't know, everybody's answer because everybody hates it. So. It's hated rule in soccer. Off it's side. the Alexi Lawless of rules. <laughs> it, is. it definitely is. So. Um, who do you think has the best mascot and who do you think has the worst? Okay, so I actually have to give a shout out to my friend Liz Schendel, who works for the Cal Storm, which is um, a like lower division semi-pro soccer team based out of Sacramento. And they just launched a new mascot named Sparky, who is a lightning bolt, and I love him. Oh I love that. I work with him, so Sparky is my favorite mascot. I love it. <clears throat> Do you have a worst? Do you think anyone is the worst? I actually looked it up, and Partick Thistle FC's crazy, I don't even know what its name is. It has a sun that looks like, uh, the only way I can describe it is that it's been dropped on its head. It has the weirdest grimace that I can't even understand <laughs> what's happening. It looks perpetually confused. So that that is the worst mascot. Yeah, perfect. I'm going to have to look that one up. If we haven't already seen it. I think we might have when we were on um, with Phil and Mike. That's very possible. But yeah, fair. Is there anyone in your life that you met through soccer and probably wouldn't have met otherwise? Oh, so many, so many people. Uh, I'm active in the Lavender Legion, um, which is the supporters group for Racing Louisville and have made so many friends through there. Tom, my co-host on Butcher Town Rundown, never would have met him if we hadn't, you know, had racing in common. He just emailed me one day about like something I had written or something I had said in the Slack chat for racing or for a Lavender Legion. And we've literally emailed each other every day for like two years now. Uh, we've only met in person about four times, <laughs> which is kind of amusing, but no, I consider him one of my good friends. So many friends that I've made just through the women's soccer community in general. I mean, I could probably name dozens of people if I thought it through. So it's, it's, that's one reason I love it so much. The community that it's built as much as uh, you know, the friendships I've built as much as just the sport itself. I think that is a consensus that we find here is that so many people in the community have met so many significant other people within the community. And I think all of us would say the same thing. I've only met Beth four times in person. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> um, oh goodness. Who is a soccer meeting, meeting your co-host in person is overrated. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. Sorry, Abby. He's talking Drama. About that was Trisha specific. <laughs> um, who is a soccer crush you just don't understand and think probably shouldn't be a crush? I really thought about this for a while, and the only thing that I could come up with, well, one, I'm gay, so Walker Zimmerman, because why would I like a guy? But you know what? He's cute, <laughs> he's sweet, and he made some really great comments about equal pay after it was achieved, and so I am very fond of him. And he plays for Nashville, and I don't really know much about Nashville, but they just came recently and, and played against Blue City, and so everybody was very excited to see him, and he seemed very nice to the fans, so that's fair. I'll say Walker Zimmerman. Okay. I don't think he should be a crush. I mean, <laughs> I agree. Um, if your soccer crush offered to take you out to dinner, where are you going and what are you ordering? I mean, I would go out for like a beer with Walker Zimmerman. I'm not going <laughs> to say no to that. I have no idea what we would eat, uh, whatever he feels like. So, yeah, I mean, I don't go for like burgers, have a beer. Beer is probably more important. So There's really good... There's really good food in Louisville. 
There is really good food in Louisville. Actually, then, if we're doing it in Louisville, then I would say, like, definitely go to, like, La Bogadita de Mimi, which is, like, an excellent Cuban restaurant. Um, Agave and Rye. I mean, there's a few places that I like a lot, but, yeah. There you go. Thanks. What are some of your favorite soccer Twitter accounts and podcasts? I, well, I have to say Bryant and me because I do love Thomas. Um, and then I listen to the Equalizer Soccer podcast a whole lot because, I mean, they really are the everything for women's soccer in a lot of ways and, and the broad view. And I think their coverage is good. They actually provide some good analysis, which is missing in a lot of women's soccer, um, you know, tactical analysis and things like that. There's a lot of, you know, recaps and women's soccer just hasn't reached that level of professional coverage yet. And so I appreciate the, that they're doing that. Uh, I've been listening to stuff about the W league more, which is the USL's um, semi-pro women's league. That's just started and racing Louisville does have a team in there and they're first in first place and have 11 point goal differential. So, or 11 goal goal differential. So good for them. Um, and the W league show um, has been really helpful listening and learning more about that new league. Um, who would you trust to take a high stakes PK? Again, it's always going to be women's soccer answers for me. And it's, I don't really acceptable here. There are no, <laughs> I don't, I, I, she really annoys me and I don't like her very much, but Rachel Daly for the Houston dash, because she has never missed a PK in her wow. entire career in the NWSL. She's like eight for eight, I think now. that. That's three yeah, or four years. So that's pretty, um, that's pretty significant. Except right now, I mean, I guess you could say Alex Morgan because she's done like six in this season alone. It's been kind of insane. So either of them. I think both of them. Those are both good answers. Let them both take a PK at the same time. There you go. Hey, double <laughs> your chances. Will you have two goalies then? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think it could be fun. <laughs> Raise money for charity with the the chaos. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Um, which coach would you like to get a beverage of your choice with? Laura Harvey from OL Rain because she's a character. Um, I think you would have really good banter with her. She just is is funny. She's outspoken. She is also just a really excellent coach and tech. Tactician and is over all beloved by every single person who's met her. So I think it would just be a, a fun time. That's a good answer. Agreed. Which three soccer players do you want on your zombie apocalypse team? So I'm assuming, are they playing during a zombie apocalypse or are they people that we would be fighting with like against They're zombies? They're helping with? you survive the zombie apocalypse. They can have a soccer ball if you think that will help. Oh, okay. If that if that's helpful, um, <laughs> I'm going to go with only racing Louisville players, and I'm going to say Jalen Fox because she's a Jalen Fox. What am I saying? Jalen Howell because she is a wrecking ball and will go full into anything. Um, Jessica McDonald because she's smart and just such an immediate leader from the moment she's joined the team. She has just absolutely changed the direction of the mindset and the mentality. And like, that's the kind of motivational person you need. 
And then Nadia Nadim, because she doesn't take any crap, and she's a doctor. And I think that during the zombie apocalypse, you would probably want a doctor. I think she's on, like, everyone's team. I know she's been on quite a few of our guests on there. (laughs) Really? Survival teams. He's very popular with Soccer Crush. Well, I mean, being a a medical doctor, doctor so. Yeah. And she's just amazing. Her fashion. I mean, let's just throw that out there, too. (laughs) Um. Have you read any soccer books? And if so, which are your favorites? You know, I really haven't read many soccer books and I'm a librarian. So maybe that seems weird, but I read so much all the time. The And I write, you know, now for soccer, the reading about it just seems like a little <laughs> too much. Overkill. Yeah, it's overkill. <laughs> so I, I read usually to separate myself from my job and from the writing and everything I do to like have a third segment of things to do. So I haven't really read any soccer books. Well, if you have any that you come across, let us know. We do a book club and we love to add that to our list. All right. Is there um, a match that you wish that you could relive? The very first racing Louisville game um, that they ever played in the challenge cup um, last year it was pouring rain. It was crazy conditions, but it was like the first time people got together after COVID, at least I did. And to suddenly be in a crowd again was so surreal. And I mean, everybody was still spaced out and people were wearing masks and everything, but it was just in an electric environment. And, you know, we scored first and then we went behind by two and everybody thought we were going to lose. And then in the last minute of stoppage time an equalizer is scored and everybody just went crazy and it was just such an exhilarating moment and I didn't do anything except follow racing as a fan then but in that moment I was like I want to do content creation I want to support this team because there's something really special here awesome what is one player that used to be at your club that you would bring back in a second um I mean I want to say Yuki Nagasato because I absolutely adore her and she's a delight, but she went back to Chicago because she's getting married and her fiance is in Chicago. So in a perfect world, I would bring her back if that did not affect her personal life. But at the same time, I'm so happy for her that she's able to be back where, you know, her life is and that she's able to, to be where she wants to be. So that's kind of a half answer. I, it's still fair. It's still fair. And another life, it would be Yuki. And another life, it would be Yuki. Yeah. Um, which team has the best fan base? I have to say racing Louisville just because <laughs> I feel like all my friends will like hunt me down if I don't. So <laughs> which team has the worst? Oh my goodness. I you know what? I, I really can't answer that, especially if we're talking just about NWSL, because similar to what you said. I love all the teams. I want everybody to do well. I never dreamed in a thousand years that Louisville was going to get an NWSL team. Like, I mean, it most knocked me to the floor when I found out that we were getting the expansion of all the cities in the country. And so I had followed everyone, every team and, and liked all of them and wanted them to do their best. So, you know, even teams I don't like very much, like I don't like Houston. I don't like a lot of their players, but all the fans I've met have been absolutely wonderful. So I, I'm going to say that everybody is equally good and bad. But you guys are the best. But you could. But we're the best. Just tiny edge out. Tiny edge out. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. If you could watch any two teams play each other at any stadium, who's playing and where? 
Um, I would love to see on the women's side, um, PSG and Chelsea play each other inland family stadium. So I could go to it. (laughs) That would be dope. I would be there. I think, I think we would all be there. It would be an awesome. I love me some Emma Hayes. Sounds very fun. She was my second choice for coach to have a drink with. Yeah. She's oh, uh, I love her. One of my favorite NWSL rumors right now is that Sam Kerr has said that she wants to come play NWSL because she hasn't won anything here yet. And I was like, <laughs> she would win it all. Come, come to us. That's fine. You can play anywhere you want. Well, Chicago still has her rights, I think. So, uh, yeah. But I don't know where she would probably want to go to Gotham, but we will see. That would be wonderful. It'd be awesome. Very exciting. Uh, racing has Tobin's rights. Bring her Hopefully home. not for long, so she can go where she wants to go. Let's be real, but, but come back can, so we can see you I again. I can dream, Becky. I can dream. <laughs> hey, well, if we if we go to a place where she's happy to play, she will come and play in our stadium anyway when we have games. So it's a win win for everybody. I will follow her wherever she goes. <laughs> we will follow her into the dark. I will follow Tobin Heath into the dark. Nope. Correct. <laughs> Who is your favorite person slash people to watch soccer with? Oh, I've, I've so many friends now that I love being in the stadium with and and watching games with, but I have to say my niece because uh, I actually live in Lexington, which is like a little over an hour away. And so does she, so does my sister and her family and the rides that we take together and get to talk about the games. And she's becoming like really, into soccer she's 15 and she just got into an ecnl team so she's gonna start doing like national travel and i'm really proud of her and just you know having that one-on-one time is really great when when she comes to games with me so definitely my niece oh that's so cute um which team would you relegate if you could so I just looked up standings in the MLS and it looks like Chicago fire should be relegated because they're just not doing very well. They've only won two games, I believe so far. So, I mean, that would be what was happening if the season ended now and we had relegation. So I was fully expecting the relegation of Houston dash to happen right now. Yeah, I was too. I was like, oh, <laughs> but we can, no, but they're doing well though. I mean, I have to be fair. <laughs> I'm very kind of you of NWSL teams. So none of them can be relegated. None of them can be. I would like to see a lot of NWSL teams play MLS teams for the chaos. I really want to see racing play loose city. I would just be interesting. We want it or or a mixed group. Like, I don't know if you saw that Portland and the Timbers for charity, like they had teams of mixed like co-ed teams. I would love to see something. I think that would be really fun. Great charity fundraiser. So if anyone's listening, organize it, organize it, it, do it. (laughs) Um, Which is your Harry Potter house? You know, I actually know nothing about Harry Potter and have not read them. So I'm, I'm not sure. I'm sorry, but uh, I've been told probably Ravenclaw. I was going to say, I've definitely gotten a Ravenclaw vibe today. (laughs) (laughs) It's a compliment. You round us out. It is. We're all four now. Who is your most hated soccer team? And can you say something nice about them? I mean, uh, this is going to come as no surprise, but the Houston Dash. <laughs> I, I, they just, I don't know what it is about them. They just annoy me. I feel like they dive more than hardly than any women's team I've practically seen. 
And then they're also like hyper aggressive and foul people like needlessly aggressively. So it's like a mix of like wrecking ball and then screaming and crying if you get touched mm-hmm. and that that annoys me. It's but like watching I, at that point. <laughs> but they they're doing so well though. I mean they're second in the league right now and they've had a really hard time and had a hard time as an expansion team as all expansion teams do. And I'm happy to see any team do well um in the league, you know, for any bit of time when they've really earned it and they certainly have. They're playing well and, and they deserve to be where they are. For now. For now. <laughs> for now. Um, if you could pick anyone to be on a match broadcast team, who would it be? I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to say that our, um, it would be our center back Gemma Bonner because she's done match broadcasts for Liverpool men's in the off season. Mm. Uh, She was a former Liverpool player. And this past year when, you know, they play obviously on different schedule than we do, they invited her to do color commentary during, Liverpool matches and she did a great job. So that'd be awesome. Good for her. Yeah, that is awesome. Red's excited too. I don't know if you can hear her grumbling back there. (laughs) Is she grumbling? She she loves the mention of Liverpool. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, last but not least, who is your soccer crush? I think without a doubt, it's, it's Kristen press. She's, I mean, she's, Beautiful, but more importantly, she is the most complete striker in the women's game, I think, by far. She's so smart. She can get shots from a distance, from, you know, challenging the keeper one-on-one. She she really can do it all. I mean, she's almost unstoppable. She has the the all the qualities of speed, strength, smarts, great soccer Whoa. IQ. So, yeah, Kristen Press. Same. That is a perfect answer i love her i have never heard anyone say anything negative about her and they never- i haven't either no she's and she just seems like such a chill person she really does i'm a little bit jealous of her for other reasons <laughs> <laughs> i refer to tobin as my wife although she's not yet um, never know so i do have some kristen press jealousies i love kristen press She's my soccer crush. Um, that is all of our, our rapid fires. You have totally nailed them. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and hanging out during our ridiculousness. Um, <laughs> what can we promote for you? Where can everyone find you or follow you if they want to? Um, or if you want them to, I suppose is the <laughs> better question. <laughs> Um, sure. My um my Twitter is Becky B E K K I underscore Morgan. So you can find me there. Uh, I write about covering like uh, rate. I write covering racing for the Beautiful Game Network and all the NWSL Central teams for ShePlays.com. And I co-host Butchertown Rundown, which you can find wherever podcasts exist. So. Awesome. Thank you so much, Becky. And I promise. As soon as we are back in Louisville, we will let you know for a racing match and we will meet up and we won't scare you. Probably owe you snacks. Probably. <laughs> you can tell us where to get the good snacks. <laughs> I was going to say, I might need to find out the name of that Cuban restaurant again. Oh, right. yeah. We'll talk more about that. <laughs> you guys, it sounds like we need a tactic break to go talk food. Yes. Tactic, <laughs> tactic break sounds great. <laughs> 
And that's it for today, crushes. Thank you for hanging out with us. And a massive, massive thank you to Becky for coming to hang out. It was so much fun. If you want to come hang out with us, DM us. And if you're going to DM us, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at soccer underscore crush. We have so much fun content. Go nominate Crush of the Week, sign up for book club, and, you know, hang around for some tactics. And, of course, thank you for listening to... Soccer Crush.